you're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, episode 45. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Arisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Iya Omileti. Thank you so much for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Arisha, spirituality, and growth. So turn up the volume in your car. This is going to be a good one, but if you want to keep it for yourself, put it on your earbuds and blast that sound. Grab something good to hydrate with and let's chat. This episode is being brought to you by our sponsor, Alejos 101. This is a program created to help the new person who is interested in the Orishas and is tired of 100 Facebook groups, books, and more books, and have yet to find a good priest to work with. It's also for the Aborishas who, for one reason or another, don't have a godparent, but this is still the spiritual path that they would like to pursue. And they are not alone. If any of these scenarios sound familiar to you, then Alejos 101 is a great choice. It's an in-depth program with year-long benefits, which will take you step-by-step through the A to Zs of being an Alejo or an Aborisha in our traditions and have a great experience. If you want to know more, of course you do. Go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash A, like Apple 101, coming soon. This is an Ask a Priest episode. What is that? For those of you who are new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. This is a series that we have where you, the community, asks questions that you've always wanted to ask a priest. And now you have the chance. I'll put it on the show notes on how you can ask your burning question and possibly get your answer here on the podcast. But if you really want to know, it's easy www.orishawisdom.com forward slash ask a priest, no dashes, just all together. With that, let's get this episode rolling. Maria asks, why do we have to pick a godparent and what are they supposed to do for us? First of all, Maria, thank you so much for your question. Being that this is the beginning of a new year, I think that it's only fitting that we start from the beginning. And this is a good spot to start at. When you are new and come to any forum and ask a question, you will most likely get this answer. Ask your godparent. Talk to your godparent. It's annoying. I know. But there is much truth in there. Let's unpack that for a bit. I am going to list in a no particular order on the reasons, and I want you to know that this is not a complete list. 
but it's, I'm hoping it's going to be helpful. Why are you supposed to pick one? Great question. Here are a couple of answers for you. Because the structure of our traditions, it's as simple as that. This is a communal tradition. We cannot do it by ourselves. So if you need ilekes, you must receive them from your godparent. No, you cannot buy it at the closest botanica. No, somebody is not going to bless it for you and put some smoke and Florida water. No, they have to be received. And the person that you're receiving them from is your godparent. The moment that you choose to get Ilekes, Warriors, Hands of Ifa, anything like that, that means that you are receiving these items from your godparent. I'm going to give you a side note. Before you receive anything spiritual, other than a reading and the spiritual work that comes along with it, like in a bow, not receiving something like um, Ilekes, Warriors, stuff like that, we are hoping I am hoping for you that you have had many, many, many conversations and really know what you are getting into, what is expected for you, what is expected from you, and what your godparent will give to you. Here's another answer. In our traditions, I'm pretty sure you know, we are big on elders because they are supposed to teach. They have walked the path that we're just starting to not even crawl on. This road is meant to teach you humility as you will have to honor this person for the rest of your life. We get a choice of who we choose to guide us spiritually on this plane. And I usually say like, we don't have a choice because you're already born on who your parents are, but you get to choose your godparents. So you have that. Here's another answer for you. If you are meant to be an initiate, meaning a priest in our traditions, like going through Cariocha, it's also called if you have to make santo, then without a godparent, you can never ever be initiated. They have to put ashe on your head. And this will never, ever happen if you do not commit to that godparent and he or she to you. Now let's move to the part of what it is that they are supposed to do for you. Wow, this is a lot. And this is the portion that I am going to condense it for the sake of not being here talking for hours and hours. Like I mentioned before, this is also not a complete list, but it will give you an idea. And it's just an idea because until you realize what all these things really mean, you tend to really, really care for your godparent because they really do a lot. One of the things that your godparent is supposed to do for you is definitely assist you with your spiritual readings. Some godparents don't do readings for their godchildren. This is okay. What I said 
is that they will assist, meaning that if they don't have the skills yet to do readings or they just don't want to or they just are not confident or whatever the case may be, they are responsible to take you to another priest to read you. This is a big responsibility because they are using their network to take care of you and your life problems so that you can be in a better place. This is a huge thing that they do for us. They are also responsible to accompany you and assist you with all of your spiritual work. Yes. Now you heard me right. A company. They are there with you every step of the way. Let's say that in your reading, you have to do an abotuabatara, right? You have to go to the mountain to drop off something. They are responsible to go with you and invoke the Orisha on your behalf and help you with the Ebo or do the Ebo when you stand there. They have to be there with you. Another point is that godparents are your key to connecting to Orisha. Many are under the false idea that just because they love Yemaya, they can create an altar for her after they watched a YouTube video. And they can invoke her, they can call her, and they can put all these little things from the sea and they call her and they put some incense and they put some crazy magic water because this is a big YouTuber and this is far, far from the truth. You need the ashe of that priest to call on to the Orisha with prayers that only a priest can say because they have gone through the rites of Gariocha. They are also the key when you want to bring something to the Orisha from your heart. Why is this? Just because, let's say, since we were talking about Obatala, let's say you love Obatala. That doesn't mean that when you dropped off whatever it was to the mountaintop from your heart, you know, I got to make the sound from your heart that the Orisha actually received it. When you bring your gift to your godparents house, it gets presented to the Orisha shrine right away. Orisha gets invoked and your godparent speaks on your behalf. And some of them will actually allow you to speak and then they will close, like you will speak first and then they close and then they speak on your behalf. This is so that you can speak directly so that the Orisha can hear you. Why is this so important? Because honestly, how do you know that when you went to the mountaintop, remember, because you really, really love him, to drop off something to him that it was he who heard you or even received it. When you have a godparent, this is something that is taken care of for you on your behalf. And that is going to be a big aspect of this worship. Another one that I have for you, a big responsibility that a godparent has is to accompany you to all, I'm going to say this, like all spiritual events. 
If you have been in these traditions long enough, you will hear stories of folks who have shown up to the drumming of whoever without their godparent and something bad happened. Why did that have to happen at all? They should have shown up with their godparent. That is why they have one. Godparents protect you from anything or anyone at that event or any event. If you go alone to an event, you might want to do something or participate in something that isn't for you. And then who knows what may happen? You might get hurt. You might have to deal with an elder making an example of you in the middle of an event. I can attest to this because this happened to me. I didn't have a godparent. I didn't have a godparent. And still I can feel that spit of that priest in my face for yelling so close to my face. So if I would have had a godparent, I promise you that that wouldn't have happened at all. Plus, it's also considered extremely disrespectful to show up to any spiritual event without your godparent. Another reason why this is also very a part of their responsibilities and why this is important is because they help to translate and help you with any messages that you may have received from an orisha or egun, depending on the event, you know. And their experience will be golden. So if an orisha, I don't know, from some other Egbe who's visiting, the priest is touched and the orisha fully comes down and they start speaking in Yoruba and your godparent knows Yoruba, they, your godparent can translate for you. Other than that, you would be like, duh, like what are they saying? And that is their job. Their job is to assist you with that. And if they tell you to do something, they will either have it read, which is ideally what should be done if an Orisha says something to have it read. And other houses, if an Orisha comes down at an event, it is taken as law. However it is done in your house, then that's what you do. And then you will do that spiritual work. And in a way that is fantastic because you have now gone through a spiritual space, a spiritual, not even a reading, but you got something spiritual out of it. Another one for you. Godparents teach you about the Orishas and our traditions. They teach you the Batakis about the Orishas. They teach you how to pronounce words so that you are not saying something crazy because you have no idea what you're saying. And we believe that words are powerful. So if you're saying something crazy, it's not going to have the same strength. And it doesn't matter if you're saying it from your heart, words have power and they have to teach you how to pronounce words in our traditions. They teach you about your lineage so that you become well-versed. They teach you how to take care of and maintain whatever shrines it is that you have in our traditions. That means, for example, let's say you got the warrior. So what do you do with your, your elegba? What do you say? When do you say it? What do you sprinkle? What can you give? What happens if this happens? What to do and what not to do? That is their job to teach you how to take care of that. Godparents 
listen to you when you want to vent about stuff. The world, the dog, your wife, your job, your favorite show on Netflix doesn't have brand new episodes. Okay, not with something so frivolous. But (laughs) what I'm saying is like they are there. They're not there as your personal therapist, but they're there to be an ear to listen. Because when you think about it, your life is all together. We really can't just separate. This is personal only. This is religious only. I'm only going to talk to my godparent about religious because everything affects you as a whole and they are there for to help you. And sometimes they'll tell you, you know, my experience tells me this is what has happened before. You know, try to get home a little early, get a little bit sleep, um, clean your home, or, you know, try to meditate and then come back. Because sometimes you can figure things out when you speak to your godparent and they make sense and you follow some advice. And another times they can just say, you know what, I think you need a reading. When can you come over? I'll call my babalao and we will, you know, get you straight. A huge one for you is if you are meant to be initiated, the immense, intense, insane amount of work that this person will do for you is insane. It is maddening. I've only been an Ajubona once and oh my God, that is true work. And it's like, and I I remember how much I got for it. (laughs) And it's like, this is slave labor for what I got. But it was truly a labor of love. It was intense. And not just for that week, but many, many times before then and now also after. So as an Ajubona, you got different jobs than the godparent. But just to give you a point of view, I still go to my godson's house every year to rogate his head before his anniversary. I assist him with his Orisha castings every year. So that means that I am there the night before and the day of every year. He also comes to my home every year to pay homage to Yemaya with his family at my anniversary. And I will always help him with his anniversary until I'm really old and rickety and can't walk by myself. And then I'll call one of my grandkids to like drive me there and carry me up those stairs because this is a responsibility that I accepted for the rest of my life. Also, you become, as the godchild, you become a godparent's pride. They work hard to ensure that you do well. Because the pride of a godparent is when he or she has godchildren who are all thriving and doing well. We have all heard like, ah, yeah, you know, all that house, they're all messed up. That is not good. Something is not right there. But when a godparent commits, they commit to you, to doing well, 
in your life as a whole, not just in your spiritual levels. Like I said, this is not a complete list, but I'm hoping that it gave you a decent idea of the why and what's of having a godparent. Thanks again, Maria, for writing to us. You have reached the end of this episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. A couple of things. Again, this episode was brought to you by Allegios 101. This program was written for the brand new person in the Orisha traditions and as well as for the Aborisha and those who have been struggling to find their way, but they really, they found the Orishas, they love it, they want to connect, they want to do, and they want to avoid issues like scammers and not knowing how to, you know, to work with a good priest. For details of when this program opens up again, and I'm going to give you a hint, it's going to be opening really soon, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash A01 coming soon and get on that list because you deserve to start the year on a great spiritual direction. I mentioned this before, but I'm no longer going to be designing jewelry anymore. This is with Olubomi Creations, even though it is Orisha-inspired jewelry. It's sad, but it's true. Like I mentioned in the last podcast episode, I really want to focus on the art part, and I want to make sure that it continues to help this podcast. So I just wanted to give you a heads up. I will provide the link in the show notes and get whatever's there because after I finish creating those, that's it. I am not renewing those listings anymore. Maybe the days I'll think about that, but that's about it. Now for the sneak peek of what Olubumi Creations is going to be having very, very soon. Of course, the Orisha art and other things are coming. More of that is coming. But guess what? We are going to have mugs and something to wear. There will be t-shirts. The first one that I'm hoping to go out there and there will be a time to pre-order yours is going to have the Orisha Wisdom logo. I am very stoked about it. I really am. And other t-shirts in the future are going to have sayings on them that are all relatable to our traditions. It's going to cater just to all of those who follow the Yoruba ways. So I guess that Olubumi Creations will have merch that will keep this podcast endeavor afloat as well. Keep an eye out. The website is currently getting a makeover. However, for the time being, everything is only available through the Etsy shop. So tell everybody. (laughs) Remember, if you have a burning question that you've always wanted to ask a priest in the Orisha traditions, Ask a Priest series here on the podcast is here to help with that. You can go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash ask a priest altogether, no dashes, and ask away. If your question is chosen, we will let you know. So 
I'm pretty excited about this stuff. I mean, don't you find it excited? I'm excited. For show notes, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash four five. If you liked this episode and found it valuable to you and your path, especially this type of question, share it. Share this podcast episode so that someone else, your friends, your buddies, those who are also getting started with you can also get something out of it, especially this one. Because sometimes you wonder like, there are books. I could do this myself, right? We got YouTube. We could do it. This I'm hoping will really help you to understand, to begin to understand the why we do things and to begin to understand our structure. I would also be ever so grateful if when you have five minutes, just five, except like I always say it, you 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 youngins can do it in like three. <laughs> Hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review. I read each and every one of them. It gives us the fuel to continue, to keep going, to creating more content, and just to keep moving forward. Those couple of minutes that you take may just be a tiny couple of minutes, but for me, they mean the world. If you're on YouTube, like the episode, subscribe, and click on the little bell icon so that you will be the first to know when a new podcast episode is uploaded as a video. Because frankly, I am right now especially a real big fan of consuming my content through YouTube. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will go through another of your questions from Ask a Priest. I will give you a hint. This question that we are tackling with today, this one that we just talked about, is the perfect segue for the next episode. I can't wait. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Arisha bless you immensely. Odabo. Thank you for listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Arisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Arisha is all around us. Be blessed. Until next time.